feels all right. All right, everybody. Welcome back. I'm Matt. Welcome back. I'm Jimmy. <laughs> We're two average guys. Um, glad to have you here. Uh, obviously, big news coming out of Nebraska today with, um, uh, with Scott Frost. Scott Frost being done and getting fired, getting the boot. Um, I don't think that's really a surprise to probably anybody, to be honest. The um, only surprise would be that we were going to wait till October 1st until his buyout dropped in half, and I expected that then, and it happened today. So I was a little bit shocked. Yeah. But I'm not, because we suck. Yeah, I, uh, you know, I think that's what a lot of people were thinking is, hey, we're going to wait until, uh, wait until we get to that that buyout, uh, October 1st and, you know, save what seven and a half million, I think is what it was. If we waited, um, Trev obviously didn't care. And, and I, I think, you know, Trev came out with a good message as well about, 100%. um, what the deal was, his discussion. I mean, Trev had to make some tough decisions when he was at UNO, which a lot of people still don't like him for. Um, but I think but it's made UNO an entirely better program as a whole. If yeah. you ask me, so yeah, you know it's and it's not an easy decision, but we all know it's a business decision as well when it comes to um, you know football. And right now, I mean, one thing that you have to keep in mind too is you know people are like, oh, what about these college kids, this and that? But I mean, they're amateur athletes now. And I mean, like can, officially and, and amateur athletes. They can come and go as they please, and you know it's going to probably get worse before it gets better because a lot of these players will probably leave. Yep. Um, which sucks because we have a lot of good players, I think. But uh, it's kind of—I mean, we, we got to make a change. It's the same movie every week for five years. So, so Caroline, real quick on your uh, about the wrestlers. I mean, this is completely different because they're not cutting the football program per se. Um, what happened there was I don't I don't even blame Trev for that. There was a lot of things that happening. That was not Trev's fault. There was a lot of things that happened when Trev got hired on to be the AD at UNO that he had no control over. There's decisions already being made. I guarantee behind his back, he's the one who came out with the news. But I get what you're saying. It's of course the kids. You know they love Scott Frost. They like Scott Frost. They they want to fight for him. They want to play for him. They're going to talk talk good about him, but when it comes to a Power 5 program, there's not a single Power 5 program in the country who's, for one, going to put up with probably a fifth losing season in a row and also losing to a Sun Belt team the way we did because our defense was trash um, to also losing to Northwestern, who just lost to a basketball school in Duke yesterday when we were clearly the more talented team. I just There's no excuse Not to mention... It. The lackluster play look against North Dakota, mm-hmm. like uh, struggled until late in the third quarter. Like this is not Nebraska football. Yeah, and you know, I I was I woke up this morning just banking on saying seven words in a show today because I didn't want to even talk about the game, and uh, then Frost gets fired, and now now here we are, mm-hmm. but. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it, again, I say, same movie for five years every week. Yeah, and sorry, I missed the name. Someone mentioned send Frost down to Alabama, have him coach with uh, Saban in and, 2023. And you know what? He'd probably be fucking phenomenal. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm sorry. But, yeah. Um, but, and then, sorry, we'll get some comments here real quick. Um, hoping the QB running backs stay. Um, you know, a lot of QBs and running backs came for other reasons. QBs came for um, – 
for Whipple. I mean, Whipple brought them here. Part of it's Frost, of course, but... And a lot of people came because of Mickey Joseph, and he's yep. the interim head coach, and I, I sure hope that they stay. And a lot of the recruits that we have coming in came are coming because of Mickey Joseph. So, yep. you know, I, I hope that continues to stay the way that it's that, that it is right now. Uh, but who knows? Yeah, Micah asked about a proven coach that we could bring in. Um, I, Ross just mentioned Fickle and Campbell. I, I've heard those names over the last couple of years since Frost... <clears throat> when Frost was struggling, those could be potential names. A lot of people have eluded and thrown out rumors about Urban Meyer, which, God, I hope not. Um, I just don't like him as a human being in general, and I don't I don't care if he wins games in Nebraska. He's a trash human being, in my and, opinion. So, And I've heard Bill O'Brien, too, and, and I know he got crucified yesterday because of their performance yep. against Texas. So, you know, I don't, I don't know what the answer is. I think, like I said, I think – it it's got to be somebody like from within that can keep the, what we have the positive of what we have and not like a big splash name because the media just crucifies everything and i'm sorry maybe we're part of that but we the the media just watches every move that you make and criticizes every wrong step like you went right instead of going left like and i know that this is all we have some breath football it's all we have here in the state but we we need something different yeah and nathan i wouldn't take stoops yeah uh, sorry i wouldn't take meyer if we get meyer i'm actually no longer i'm not, not a husker fan until urban meyer gets fired i i don't that human <laughs> being is not worth me watching Nebraska anymore. So, um, yeah, I mean, again, Mike asked the question, you know, why, why would someone like Fickle or Campbell want to come to Nebraska? Shit, why do we need to look outside? We got Mickey Joseph. What if Mickey Joseph is our candidate for head coach and, and he just stays as the head coach? And we that's exactly what I'm saying. Him. Like, do it with somebody that's not, you know, we're not bringing Brian Kelly in or Urban Meyer or, you know, Bill O'Brien or somebody that there's going to be just so much hype around. Why don't we just... Slow play it with someone that's already in the program that already yep. is established and just roll it from there. Yeah, I, I got I got Mickey. I'm all about Mickey Joseph. I I'm hope definitely down with that. I hope he plays I hope he does well. Um again, if if that's the move that they want to make, which a lot of people speculated bringing in Mickey Joseph was part of the reason why they brought him in is because they knew Frost's tenure was coming up. And Mickey was that next in line head coach, a proven coach down okay. at LSU, and so a lot of people thought that he could be the reason why they brought him in. One of the biggest reasons and is maybe it was. What if we bring him in as a head coach? Um, you know, someone did mention um, uh, what about you know it's the players, not the coaches, and to an extent, yes. I mean, as we know, um, in in any sport, especially professional and now amateur sports and college athletics. Um, the head coach is the CEO on the team. And when in any business, the, the team doesn't perform well, the CEO is generally the one that takes the brunt of that force. And so right. you have to look at a couple people have already mentioned, uh, Chenander. Shoot, our defense, horrible against Northwestern. Uh, again, lost to a basketball school. We, horrible we yesterday. 1,500 yards in three games against yep. the three worst opponents that we're going to play on our schedule this year. If you ask me. Yeah. Maybe Illinois add them in there, but they've actually been pretty decent. So, we can we can only go down from yeah. here, if you ask me. So I'm with you. Yeah. Um, and what's tricky is we, we you know we talked about Shenander like 
coming into the season, especially with how good the defense was last year, the the question before the season was, is Chenander going to be gone after this year? It was that he might take an you know higher up job yeah. after the season. That is out of the question, if you ask me. Oh yeah. Um, this is just a, an embarrassment as far as defense goes. Uh, this is not black shirts. Um, this is not, not not at all Nebraska football. Well, that's the thing. Like we we didn't think there'd be such a big drop off from last year, like we're seeing now, and that's. But our offense is actually better, <laughs> which is crazy. Yeah, but the offense very slow start against Northwestern. Very slow start last week, and I mean, it's a slow start against Northwestern. They were awful against Northwestern, to be honest. Um, but I thought, honestly, the one thing that could potentially save Frost a few more weeks was the way the offense performed. I was thinking maybe they get rid of Chenander first because, guess what, that's a piss-poor performance against a Sunbelt team that we made, again, how many, how many weeks and how many for the last however many years, eight years we've been doing this show, adjustments, halftime adjustments. Nebraska does not make halftime adjustments in right. any form shape anything to be successful in the second half whether you're winning or losing and exactly. we don't make in-game adjustments to get any better to help us win the game and that's what we didn't do on defense yesterday we made any adjustments we couldn't stop the slants we let them beat us deep um we did horrible on the run game like just defensively we don't fill the gaps we don't fill the holes we're lost out there everybody's it, it, lost it, it, the new guys are lost it's it true it's just so true and we've talked about it like the talent on the defense, for me personally, I love a lot of those kids that we have, and they just picked us apart in, in every aspect. I mean, no matter what play they ran, whether they ran the ball or threw it, they were getting positive yards. Yeah, and we couldn't get pressure on the quarterback. Yeah. We couldn't, you know, we couldn't cover, you know, in the secondary. Um, and and I like those, we couldn't tackle. I, I, I got those linebackers, but we can't tackle. Like it's just absolutely mind blowing. And that's and Ross says it here too. And I think I think this is probably the <coughs> the the running theme across Nebraska fans. The guy who absolutely loves Nebraska football, wanted to be successful at Nebraska football. Everybody was excited to have him at Nebraska football. Couldn't get it done. It was the biggest home run hire of all time, if you ask me. I mean, he. It, it was just the biggest home run hire. He was so good for a short period of time, unfortunately. Yep. And that's why people like Jason Huntington said, be careful what you wish for. And we were like, we didn't wish for it. But it it was the biggest home run hire, and it was the biggest flop. Yep. So. Yeah, and Chase mentions here, too, it's just it's development. Again, we, we've we 100%, ran into that. 100%. We ran into that problem and why we got rid of some of the coaches after – uh, last season was because of lack of development. QB development, per se, uh, was awful, and then we, we wanted new coaches to come in. So now we have other coaches coming in to help with development, but uh, what are we doing on the defensive side of the ball? I don't know. We have Rude as our linebackers coach, and our linebackers have taken such a big fall from last big year. Setback. We lost Doman as a linebacker. That was the only linebacker that we really lost that mattered, and then it's like, what, you know, I don't know what we're the, doing. The, the funny crazy funny thing i guess is you know my wife doesn't she loves Nebraska football but she doesn't really know anything she said i guess cam taylor Britt and jojo doman were pretty big for us huh yes <laughs> i guess they were because now we look like shit mm -hmm. on defense yeah and so 
Um, again, I, I think this has been something that's been said over the over the years, and I still don't disagree. I think he, I think Frost has gotten us in a better spot with the program, not on the winning side of things, but the way things should be done. And we're in the worst state in the history of the football program when he took over. Um, so I don't know. It's it's tough. I mean, it is, especially when you still get sellout crowds when you've been this bad. Yeah. Um, you know what are we one in thirteen in the last fourteen games, something like that. Yeah. Or you know. Or at least in one score games, we've lost like nine in a row. That Don, Donnie wants uh, Adam Carricker, uh to come. No, and and, and, and I don't know if you saw Carriker Chronicles, but he said to fire Frost, and we did. But someone commented, I mean, 100 people commented, saying, are you next up, or do you want to be a part of this coaching staff? And come on, Adam. Yeah. Yeah, I, um, you know, and for those of you that don't know, Adam had uh, a heart, some heart surgery this last year. I don't think his heart could handle it, to be honest. Um we love Adam. Not this you know, program, so we, not we this talk, team. We talked quite a few, quite a few times with Adam, but um, yeah, I mean, we're we're breaking, Kara. We're breaking some bad records. There's, there's not good records that we're breaking. Um, as soon as, as soon as Georgia Southern got the ball back yesterday, I'm looking at the score and I'm like, they're gonna score and we're gonna lose by a field goal. It, it, I just, I mean, I, it was the same thing when Alabama got the ball back against Texas yesterday. Yep. It was like. They left a minute and 26 left on the clock. They're going to go down, kick a field goal, win the game. Yep. And I felt the same way because we could not stop them. Yeah. And here, so Blake mentioned about Fabian Washington calling for Frost today. He was high yesterday. Here's, here's what's interesting about former, former Husker football players is a lot of them were all on the Scott Frost train. They were excited to have him, thought he was the next guy. But it, not everybody. There's a lot of people who weren't all about Frost. They thought he wasn't a good hire. They thought he wasn't going to be successful. But, again, as fans, we're thinking, you know what? Let's give him a shot. Let's see what happens. And He had a good coaching history. Uh, I mean, as, as a coordinator more than anything as else. As a coordinator more than anything, yeah. One winning season as a, as a head coach. And so right. you, mean, we, we took a gamble, if you will. It wasn't agreed. a – you can say home run higher, but I think it was more of a gamble than it was a home run higher. He was the hottest coach at the time because of what he did at UCF. And he came in, he was a little arrogant, he was a little maybe over his head with how he spoke to the media. Um, and then he got that shoved down his throat his first year coaching the Big Ten and every year since and then. you would have thought after that first year, because I agree, the only reason I said it was a home run higher was because we had a Terrible coach that we thought. Yep. Uh, still think. But, and, and you got a coach that, you know, win, has a winning season and beats a team that beat both teams that were in the national championship. So, I mean, how can you not? And he was a player at Nebraska, and he's a Nebraska yeah. kid. Small town Nebraska. So, it, 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 it on paper, was a home run hire, I guess, is yeah. what I meant, more than anything. Well, and... and- so yeah. go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. it's you know it's a lot of Don says a lot of ex players are are embarrassed and, and and yes it's it's their it's still their program like their players especially the ones that played on winning teams not teams that since two thousand and fourteen so they played on winning teams and that's what they want to see is us get back to winning and so to continually to continually see the same results. Year after year, game after game. Again, this is a it's football is a business. It is a business decision. They are college kids, but they are amateur athletes. They are getting paid now, so you can feel bad all you want. But he came in, came in hot. 
And that frost hit him just as much as it did the rest of Nebraska because nobody thought he was going to fall on his face as much as he did as a head coach. And it's it sucks. And It sucks. You know, it really does. Another funny thing is, you know, it was the same. It was the same story, same movie every year with Bo Pelini. He would win nine games every year, but the big games would get blown out, and people were so fed up with that. But do you miss that now? Yeah. Do you miss winning yeah. nine games against the teams like Georgia Southern that we should beat? We've been like fifty-two to seventeen in that game. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? Yeah, Jake mentions so, you know, Clay, Clay Helton built a better program in the Sun Belt in nine months than Frost did in five years. And the years. Sun Belt had a huge day yesterday. Don't get they me did. wrong. I mean, you can you can take that loss yesterday against us, but they beat Notre Dame. They yep. beat Texas A&M. Every team won on the road. That's truly incredible. That just goes to show you that things are progressing a little bit, I guess, in, in this sport. And what's funny is... When we were going to do a show today, I had in the back of my mind that after last week, and I know it's the first week, but it was just like there's no parity in college football anymore because it's like if you look at the college football playoff, mm-hmm. there's been like 10 teams that have ever made the college football playoff. Like seven of them have made it like five or more times and like, Three of them made it twice, and then a handful have made it once. And it's like, okay, now they're going to expand to 12. That's cool. <laughs> I love that because now we're going to get, you know, the, not all the same recruits are going to go to Alabama. They're not all going to go to Clemson. Yep. Um, but after yesterday, like, that was kind of a wake-up call to the whole college football world that you better be on your game every week. Yeah. And I like it. Yeah, and so Except for us. yeah, so Kevin mentions here too. You know how do you how do you keep the defensive coach? I don't know he's going to last much longer. To be honest, if we continue to have these bad defensive performances, he'll be gone too. He's Shenander will be first again. He's a CEO on the defensive side, so he'll be first to go on the defense. If anybody goes on defense, it's going to be him first. I don't know who gets elevated. I don't know if that's going to be someone like Rude that gets elevated. I have no idea, but it's going to be tough because. Um, you know, now we're Charlie Weiss. Tim, just stop. No Urban, no Charlie Weiss. Is he even alive still? Um, but listen, I think I think what we have to look at now is trying to save the season for whatever yeah. we possibly can. Try to get whatever wins we can get. Um, God, if you, has anyone watched Iowa yet? And they're they put up seven points last week. What seven points yesterday? And their they, seven points last week was a field goal and two safeties. So They're awful. So if we don't beat them this year, I don't care who's coaching. We have an offense that should be scoring a lot of points. Even their de- their defense, is be- actually their punter is the best part of their team. If we don't beat Iowa this year, then I don't care. Get rid of everyone. I don't even care. Um, Iowa's offense is worse than last year. Their, their running game isn't as good as it was last year, but um, I'm glad Iowa State beat them. Uh, Lance Leopold, I think there's a lot of names out there. Chris Chris Kaiman, um, again, there's a lot of names out there. It's who wants to come here, how much do we got to pay them, and what resources do we have, and what coaches are they going to bring. Instead of saying, hey, you can bring whatever coaches you want, I think someone else should maybe have a little bit of a say in who they're bringing and who they're hiring rather than, yeah, just bring who you want because, look, Frost did that and it didn't work. And, you know, you you want the the big splash hire, obviously. Christine like is going to be Mickey Joseph is taking you, over. You, Christine, you want that Christina. big splash hire, but like I said, maybe maybe it's under the radar. 
Like, maybe that's what we need. Just And, and I know that that was kind of Mike Riley, and that obviously didn't pan out. But yeah. we need just, like, something that is going to be consistency. Yeah. Um, and the one thing I was going to say is the difference between... I've heard a lot of people say, why can't we just, why don't we just run the ball like we did in the 90s, just pound the rock? And it's like, here's the thing. Our offensive line and defensive line are not good. And that's what it takes to be competitive in college football these days. And we suck in both aspects. And I'm sorry, I love the kids that are, that play, you know, some of those kids that play those positions. But that's where we need to recruit. Our big things is like, we get this wide receiver, we get this running back, we get this, you know. We need to be better on the offensive and defensive line to ever be competitive again. If yep. you ask me, that's my first and foremost. We have to be better on the lines. And so, so Kiva here mentioned, you know, what coaches want to come if you're feared you're going to get fired in the first few. I don't think anyone, any coach that takes a head coaching job, their goal is to be successful. So I don't know if that's their thought coming in. I also would think that they're going to look at Frost specifically and say, look at what he did in five years. Okay, I understand why he got fired. I'm going to do better. And that's why they're going to come here. But, again, give Mickey the reins. Let's see what he does. Um, I, I do think our offensive line was a little bit better yesterday in the run game. And, I and, mean, they, and they sure were. Yeah. I mean, I'm not criticizing we, every aspect. We, we have we have a 1,000-yard rusher on our team. Grant, sure Grant should easily get a 1,000 yards this year. But the problem is we haven't played – Offensive lines that are bigger and better than us. We, we haven't pl- played a good Big Ten team yet. We played Northwestern, and, and they and, sucked. And they beat us up on the lines. So yes, if they're beating us exactly. up. And North, and North Dakota beat us up on the lines last week. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, so if they're beating us up, and then we got beat up a little bit yesterday against Georgia Southern, what's Minnesota going to do to us? What's Iowa going to do to us? What's Michigan going to do to us? Like those, we, Some of those terrible Illinois teams that yeah. suck are going to eat us up on the lines. And we're going to be like, why did we lose to them? Because of the lines. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. And so, you know, I think, you know, what's going on with tackling? I wish I knew Alex because our defense, I... Bill O'Brien I is don't know. someone that... Bill O'Brien's been thrown out there a I lot. Keep I keep getting like texts about him. I keep getting texts about him. Um, so, you know, what's going on with the tackling? I, our guys are diving in open space rather than going back to their fundamentals. We, we've talked about fundamentals multiple times over the last few years. And we lose Almost fundamentals. You stop tackling the way you're supposed to tackle. Again, we are big football guys when it comes to how much we play. We didn't play a lot of football, but I still know the sport. I'm not saying I can do and it. When you got I'm a guy, you, that's what you're supposed to do. When do you're it. running full speed at somebody and you just dive, I mean, they have all the power to move whichever they want to move. Or you're driving at their ankles. Yeah, they're gonna be fine. So we got to get back to our fundamentals again. I can't believe I'm saying that again. Another year back to fundamentals to be better football but players. This is why our head coach got fired today. Yep. Exactly why. Uh, Donnie, peace out. Enjoy your drink. Um, here's another. Here's another thing. Um, uh, I lost my train of thought. I'm sorry, guys. It yeah, just, sorry. Reading some of the comments, I, uh, get, I get off track too. I am. And I know I, I've told we've talked about this before. It's so hard to sit here and talk about Husker football when it's the same conversation we've been having over the last four plus years. In fact, eight is eight years. This is our eighth time doing the eight, eighth year doing the show, and we talk more about and losing they were than we do winning. Riley seasons and Frost seasons. So yep. bear with us. Um, 
<laughs> we we just yeah I mean, Mike and things are having the same uh, conversation in two or three drink years. Donnie, cheers, bro. Man, yeah, this is uh, yeah we we are drinking the walk on red ale from uh, Infusion, so it's it's a very good red ale there, it's phenomenal. Uh, Alex. Uh, and when you say red beer, don't pour that tomato juice crap in your Bud Light. That's not red beer. Get an actual red ale. You'll thank me later if, if that's what you're leaning towards. Um, we'll I be having the same conversation two or three years. Hopefully yeah. not. I mean, hopefully not. Um, if we can figure it out, um, I don't. I, I don't know what the answer is. Yeah. We can pay anyone, but it's just bringing the right fit man. And I thought that was Frost, and it clearly wasn't. (laughs) And we've talked about this before, too, the black shirts. The black shirts, uh, stop handing them out at the beginning of the season before we even play our first games. Agreed. Um, Because right now, none of them should have a black shirt, except for maybe Garrett Nelson. Maybe. He is the one guy on the field every game. Garrett Nelson is the only player. You see him playing his heart out every actually game. has Nebraska football passion, if you ask me. I love Caleb Tanner. You know, I, I you know, I, I like it. I, you know, I like Newsom. I like Buford. I like Farmer. You know, I like Reimer. I like Henrich, who's been out. But Garrett Nelson is the only one that, like, bleeds Nebraska red he, he's he's the guy that will get his helmet knocked off on the field have a bloody nose and he'll be running downfield to make a tackle like that's exactly. that's who he is i i saw a lot of guys yesterday um refusing to tackle refusing to make a play pulling up and not sure what to do it's like the guy's got the ball hit him exactly he's got the ball don't stand there and watch it hit him like so we don't have that you got him in the back of it for a loss of five Hit him. We don't, knock him down. We don't or have, he's going to run for four, five, ten yards, and that's what happened every play. We don't have that killer instinct on defense except for a couple guys, and Garrett Nelson is one of those guys. He's the only one that should be a true black shirt this year. The, the two guys that they're honing in on on defense that they have to, they absolutely have to, or they will destroy them, is the guys we talked about at the beginning of the season, Garrett Nelson, Caleb Tanner. If they don't... Garrett Nelson's making tackles 15 yards downfield. Why is he making that tackle? Why? Because he works his butt off. He's rushing the passer, and then he's coming back to make a tackle downfield. That should not happen. No. Um, <laughs> the passage you speak of left when Solich was fired. Man, I again, I, we don't have that smash mouth. We don't. And, we again, this is not the first time we've talked about it. It just gets more frustrating over and over again that we don't have that that killer instinct on defense to go and just F somebody up. Like, your goal is to knock them off their feet. Knock them off their feet. Stop diving at their feet. Take them off their feet. Lift them Wrap up. them up. I don't put like... Put your hands on them. Don't I don't like, I don't like penalties, but I would rather have a hard penalty because you drove somebody the way you're supposed to and hit them the way you're supposed to than pulling up or trying to make an ankle tackle. It's just... It's frustrating. Ah. Yeah, man. I mean, the tackling... To, <laughs> through the first three weeks has absolutely been atrocious. And, you know, <laughs> the funny thing is, is it's like we can't get pressure on the quarterback or get a sack against the three weakest opponents that we're going to play. How does that look going forward? 
I constantly, I, I constantly remind myself that those are the three worst games that we have, or three worst opponents we have this year, and I just makes I want to cry. And, I just and you know, you know, maybe things are different. You you know, you're playing some of these smaller conference teams. They're gonna throw a lot of different things at you, and you play a Big Ten game, and you know, maybe it's just stand them up, and we might be able to to have a scheme to get a to get some pressure and get a sack. But you don't get sack against a team like that. That's mind blowing. I mean, Texas sucks, and they almost beat Alabama yesterday. And they got sacks, <laughs> and they were pressuring the quarterback every play. So that made that was one of the biggest differences I noticed watching that game yesterday. Was they're playing against the best of the best, and they get pressure on the quarterback every play, and we never yep. get pressure on the quarterback. So Caleb mentioned, you know, is our pass rush wasn't it supposed to be better? Yeah, it was. It was, Kayla. Oh, a lot of things are supposed to be better. We brought in a lot of transfer guys. Our defense is supposed to be stout. We're supposed to get a lot of good pass rush. Ty Robinson, uh, Ross mentioned he's a bust. Uh, you know, biggest four star bust. That, that was I. I sort of just agree. Like that's just disappointing. We're not seeing much from him. He's not getting the quarterback getting sacks. And honestly, um, if I may, you so may. When Chenander, you know, when when Frost took over and Chenander took the job. And we decided we were going to run a 3-4. I was not all in on the 3-4 in the Big Ten. And it's because you can't get pressure to the quarterback. Yep. You rely on linebackers having to rush and leaving yourself vulnerable for passes in the flat. Yep. Guess what our biggest issue is? <laughs> not getting pressure on the quarterback and giving up passes in the flat. So maybe that's not the answer. And, and yeah, I'm not a coach. I'm, I, you know, I'm not a football person, but you know, I'm just saying. You know, someone did say earlier, I, I missed their name, but they mentioned, give me 200 bucks, I'll go coach. We may not be coaches, but I think we know what we're talking about. I think we can go coach. I'm just saying, like, something has ta- to give. But, like, give, but give you, me a million. If, if you can't get pressure at the quarterback, well, you have to change something. Yeah. And if you can't get pressure at the quarterback – but you try to get pressure at the quarterback, and that leaves you vulnerable to just, like, these easy plays for these shitty teams. What are we doing? Yeah. I'm sorry. That's all yeah, I it, right there. It's, it is – I just – I feel like, again, and, and this is not the first time we've said it, but you watch, you watch the game. And after you watch the game – you know these players and coaches go and watch film, and they break something down. They break down the game, and then they have to work on what they didn't do well. But we continue to make those same mistakes the next game, and the next game, and the next game. It's and like, the, are you even watching film? The, the problem is we watch a lot of football, and we watch other teams, and we see that they do good things or normal things, and we don't do them. And we don't make yeah. adjustments. Like, oh, yeah, you might miss a tackle here or there in another game. They fix that right away. And the next play, the tack for loss, tack for yard, pick six, you know, whatever. We don't do that. So It's mind-blowing. Uh, you know, sorry, I think it was James. Yeah, it, it's so been we gave up over 600 yards. It's, it's, it's been 1,500-plus yards in our first three games against our worst three opponents. If you so, have Russell, me. do me a favor while you're here. I want to know... I want to know the last time we gave up over 600 yards on defense. Find that information for me. We could Google it right now, but we're a little busy. Um, 
Kenneth is still mad about the decision. Housewives, uh, Tim, come on, man. Um, this is the least excited I've been about the program since Polina was fired. Micah, 100%. And guess what? A lot of people were happy about Bo being fired, and then a lot of people were really sad about Bo being fired and kind of go back and forth. But And people have been talking about him since, especially lately. His passion is what we need. I don't care if he's getting flags thrown at refs on the sideline, yelling at players. That's what we need. We need people getting in someone's face yep. and getting this going. Come on. Yeah. No. Again, nobody wanted to win more than Frost, and I don't think anybody anybody <laughs> don't doubts that. I don't think that. anybody doubts that. It's the fact the product we put on the field. And I think Kara. I think it was you who asked, "Are we doing enough in the gym?" Shit. Um, I don't know. I mean, if you're on Instagram following these guys, like, they're in the gym all the time. They look like they're pushing a lot of weight. Are we training correctly? I don't know. I don't know if it has to do with the strength. It has to do with fundamentals. You don't have to have to be the strongest guy in the room if you can have basic fundamentals. Look at look at Iowa. Iowa's a horrible offensive team. But their the offensive, worst offense I've ever seen in any sport of all time. But their offensive and defensive lines play fundamental football yep. to where their their footwork, their but, hands, yep. they don't commit these penalties. Which and we can they talk can about. push you enough to get a handful of yards every play. Because it's fundamentals. Yes, it's strength involved there too. Does it? But. Is it boring? Does it suck to watch? I could not be a fan. Yes, they get what they want. Yep. They get three to five yards every play. Quarterback sucks. He can't throw the ball. But they get three to five yards every play. They play unbelievably solid defense mm-hmm. and phenomenal special teams. Punts inside the five. Well, blocked and, punts. And look what look what PJ Flex done in Minnesota. Where did he focus on first? Not his running backs. Not his quarterback. Not his de- not his defensive backs. He focused on his offensive defensive line. And after we whooped up on him, the, our first win for Frost. Guess what? They came and kicked our ass next year. You know why? Because they worked on fundamental football on the offense, defensive line. They got guys from the transfer portal. And, and then they're they going to beat our ass again this year. Probably. Well, ho- hopefully Mickey can make some changes, but chances are they're going to beat us on the line. So we have to get creative. They, yeah. I we got to get creative. We have to get creative. I mean, that's what sucks. Like, I, I, I genuinely like Casey Thompson. I genuinely like, like Anthony Grant. Um, and Trey Palmer and Marcus Washington mm-hmm. and these guys. But... They are not going to be able to do it all when they don't have an offensive line that can step up in front of them and when the defense can't back them. Like, it, it, I feel really bad for Casey Thompson because, you know, he, he left Texas after they had a down year mm-hmm. several years, but he, he's genuinely, like, pretty good. He can run, yeah. which we didn't think we really needed him to, but he did, and he can run, and he scored three touchdowns. But Anthony Grant as a running back is phenomenal, and we can sling it. We can throw the ball to Palmer, to to Mar- to Marcus Washington, to the tight ends, to you know anybody. And but we just can't do it on the offensive line and the defense. Yep. Nineteen fifty six against Oklahoma, we gave up six hundred fifty six yards. Thanks, Dalton. That's the last nineteen fifty six. So, again, we're breaking records that haven't been broken in a long time in Nebraska. Um, I know, sure. So, Kenneth, so what now? We get blown out uh, the rest of the year instead of these close games. I know a win's a win, but I'd rather have a close game than blowouts. I, you know, I don't know. That's not Nebraska's M.O. over the last five years. We won't get blown out. I hope we don't get blown out, but, uh, you know. I don't know. I don't got an answer for that. To, to, to that point, we've lost 
like 13 out of the last 14 games by one score. Are you still sure you want to play a one score game? Because I'm over it. I'm over it. If we I'm, win, I, I, I'm legitimately over it. Like, I don't win. care. I don't care about the one score games anymore. We can win by however many points, but I'm done with this one score. Like, oh, we're so close. We're like, we're the, right there. I'm done with that. Yeah. I'm legitimately done with it. Because we lose 99% of the time. Yeah. And so uh, someone asked you. Someone mentioned you got to play with violence. Like you got to you got to play with the mean spirit. And we don't got guys that are playing with a mean spirit. And that's uh, it's it's frustrating because again, I mean, we we grew up. We were kids in the '90s, and we watched this Smash Mouth football where guys were just literally kicking the crap out of each other. We saw guys running around making tackles without their helmets on, and bleeding. We saw jerseys getting ripped. We saw people's helmets being smashed off. We saw shoulder pads being ripped. Like. It was violent football. It's not allowed as much anymore. You know, but it is a different game. And I had someone come to me the other day, and they said, you know, wrestling fan? And I was like, yeah. And they said, you know, what sucks is back, you know, back in the day, or at least, you know, not as recent as it has been, like every tackle you would see like four guys in on the tackle. Yeah. And now we have single... You know, guys flying in there missing tackles, yep. and they're like, you know, it, it just it, it just seems different. And I know this the sport is different than it was in the '90s, so yeah. you you can't circle it back to that. But we we used to be very good on defense, where you know a lot of guys run on every tackle, and now it's it's not that same way, and it's it's just yep. pretty sad to see. So. Uh, so Ross, here real quick, Kelly, Kara. Sorry, I mentioned that she's selling a lot of those. We almost always win shirts. Kara, if you're selling those, hit us up, send us a message. Uh, Ross mentioned too, like if if we get six plus wins, if we get six wins this season, was Frost the problem? It's hard to say that he wasn't the problem if we have guys that are more motivated motivated to play under Mickey Joseph than they were under Frost over a five year span, four plus year span, right? Like that makes sense. Like you would have to say that he was. A pro- the problem or a big part of the problem if that happens. I do think you said it earlier, uh, Frost's arrogance when he came in, you know, I think his ego did cost this team some wins yeah. over the last few years, and I'm not going to doubt that at all. But over the last year or two, maybe he still has that, but I don't know that that really was really cost us wins i think he was just in scramble mode and was just trying to do whatever he could to get this team a win and he was unable to do that so yeah we're here uh and and Kara james going back and forth about Bo. Listen, we, we have a personal relationship with a few of the guys that played for Bo. They loved him. They loved Bo. And, and again, Bo like you was, mentioned. Bo's a ride or die, dude. And like you mentioned, it was it was the boosters. It was the boosters that didn't like him. They didn't like the way that he represented Nebraska when it came to the media. Which, again, if you want to bring in Urban Meyer, Urban Meyer is a dick. The boosters aren't going to bring in Urban Meyer. He is a PR nightmare. He sticks his finger up. Never mind, we're not going. <laughs> but he—he's just not. He's not a good guy. He's not. He is. He's not. And I don't care what you guys say about Bo or anybody else. Urban Meyer's not a good dude. Um, so yeah, that you know, we we lost that Akron game. We lost to Troy. I mean, we've lost. 
we've lost to more teams that are non-conference than probably ever be- probably combined ever before non-power fives. Yeah, I mean, I oh man, agreed. I mean, especially like you know, you lose that Troy game that first year of yep. Frost. It, it just it just looked like this wasn't gonna work from there from there, and I should have probably seen the writing on the wall from yep. there. But uh, I I had so much so much faith and so much hope in this and so moving forward i think we need to find someone that's matt terman the terminator coming from scott yeah scott no he's not they aren't gonna bring him up no scott sucks this year (laughs) so no yeah um yeah i Riker did play against you're right i don't i don't know if it mattered i i just think uh guys is holy cow so again you know Mickey's going to get a shot here. He's going to have his chance to prove himself as a head coach and see what he does. I'm excited to see what he does. Again, a lot of speculation was they're bringing him in to see if he's got that, if he can be a head coach if they get rid of Frost. Um, I guess it will be pretty telling this week because, you know, last year we went to Norman and minus a blocked extra point and a couple of you know, blunders that we had, we almost could have won that football game. Yeah. And that was a pretty good team. So, and I know that they struggled early in the season. They got kind of got it together. Um, but, you know, it will be telling if we get boat race, which I'm not surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if we do. Yeah. Um, if we play well enough to be competitive in that game, then – I will be interested to see where we go from here. You yep. know, it, it, it's going to be even tougher because it's like, then now what do we do? Yeah. So, um, Russell says 60 to seven Oklahoma for next. We got predictions coming in. Yeah. No, we we're going to score, dude. We we're going to score. Cut. They might score 60, but we're going to score at least, you know, <coughs> at least five to 42. No, it'll be a one score game. Vegas moved the spread from seven and a half to 15. Um, oh, they did. You know, since, since Frost got fired, and weird. Uh, well, no, it's probably because of the way our defense played yesterday. It probably has nothing to do with Frost. It probably has everything to do with our defense giving up as many yards and points as they did to Georgia Southern. Because again, I, mean, I it we should be we can put up points. Big Twelve is not known for their defense, so you know, look what we did last year against Oklahoma. We we should have won that game, and we didn't win. Exactly so what you just said exactly. So. They moved the spread from seven and a half to fifteen. Is that after Frost got fired? Because honestly, they should have probably dropped it. But that's just me. It, uh, yeah, we're, I, we're, we're we're probably gonna lose the football game. I'm obviously gonna watch the game, be optimistic. Casey Thompson's gonna probably be fine, and Anthony Grant's gonna be great, and we're gonna sling it to Trey Palmer. We're gonna, you know. And we're going to be in it like we always are Let, for a minute. Let's and talk we're about... We're all going to be right there, and then... There's right. been so much negativity. Let's talk about the positives from yesterday. So we did okay. see an offense that was humming. Our offensive line was blocking well enough. They opened some holes. They did pretty good. And I think 
that we're going to put up some points. Casey Thompson clearly can sling the ball, and when he ran the ball, he ran with confidence. I'm like, shit, this is the first time I've seen him run the ball, and he ran well. Like, he ran high. He right. covered the ball. He made sure to cover the ball because I guarantee he's been told, you do not lose that damn football. 100%. We've lost it a lot over the last four years. Our previous quarterback well, did not and, lose that football. And Logan Smothers comes in for one play, and – Fumbles the football, or and now you know he review, just spun and, around and didn't cover and, it up. Like and it's like, dude, here we back, here we are back in. But a lot of promise on our offense side of the ball. Again, you got Mickey Joseph. Bring these receivers that are newer came because of Mickey and came because of Casey. That's why they're here. They didn't come to play. And they they are, didn't come for Frost. And not taking anything away, Brandon Kenny is one of our one of our good friends. Love him. Love Kenny Bell. Love Jordan Westerkamp. Love Nate Swift back in the day. But these receivers are some of the best receivers that we've ever had, if you ask me. like As a core, 100%. As a core. Like, you can sling it out to them, and, you know, they they can dance around. They can make catches. Like, we have very few drops. Like, it, I, I love this receiving core. Yeah. I truly do. I agree. I, I, think, I think we have a lot of promise on offense. Again, I don't think Jeff says 82 to 35 based on yesterday's performance. I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if we're gonna score only thirty five points, but we might give up eighty two. I'll give you that. Um, That's actually pretty accurate, Jeff. There you go. Yeah, man. Westy, sexy Rex, you absolutely care. They were awesome. I, you know, I, I think we're gonna put up some points. So, I are we gonna win? I don't know. Again, it'd be fantastic if we did. But again, you're talking about a team that's gonna go through a lot of change this week. They went through a lot. Of, they got embarrassed yesterday. Nobody wants to win more than those kids on that football field. Uh, I know we said Frost, but those kids on the football field want to win more than anything right. else. They and, don't want to lose. And we've kind of discredited that, and I'm sorry about that. Uh, you know, these, the, again, they're kids. They're amateur athletes, and, though, whatever. And, and, and they do get you know paid or they get free education, but they, they care about this program more than anyone, you know. And they are... You know, playing for their professional careers. Um, they're playing for their lives, man. And, you know, they aren't going to give up. Yeah. At least I sure hope they don't. Uh, <coughs> you know, do they love Frost? Probably. But hopefully they get a fire. I, I, I just really hope that that just kind of lights a fire under this team. And, you know, last year we played Oklahoma, I thought we'd lose by like seven touchdowns. And we almost beat them in Norman. So now we're playing at home. Mm-hmm. I know we struggled the last two weeks at home, but who's to say that we like the college football is absolute chaos every year. Yep. Yesterday was chaos. Let's make it chaos again, and let, let let's make it a game, and hope maybe we sneak out a win. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, but Frost Bo, gets fired, and we sneak out a win. Yeah, Bo wants nothing to do in Nebraska, but uh, James wants the power run. Listen, there's nobody that loves the power run more than we do. We've talked about it. Um, multiple years. I mean, we got Yant, which we didn't see yesterday on the field at all. Um, but I think you get Yant, you get Allen on the field, you get Grant on the field, you get Gabe Irvin on the field. Get those four guys. Get them reps. Good God, we could do some damage back there. Get the damn fullback. Get, Yant could be a fullback. That dude's he a beast. actually truly could. And, you know, Frost kind of didn't want to do the fullback run game and – no coach really wants to. It no, doesn't, no, you don't really see it does. a lot. But, and I was very critical about us not playing Ramir Johnson and Gabe Irvin. But Anthony Grant and AJ Allen are phenomenal. Why would we not play those two? But I do want to get Ramir in the game. 
I want to get him in the game too, uh, and I want to get Gabe Irvin in the game too. Like, or these guys are going to transfer. Yeah. Like, they they they're all great, but it's just so hard when we suck this bad. Like, obviously, if you're in a backup role, you're probably going to bounce. Yeah. Um, but these kids are so good. But I will say I've been very impressed through three weeks with definitely Anthony Graham, which I was not expecting. Yeah. And AJ Allen it impressed me. AJ incredible. He, yeah. he was awesome. He's a beast. Um, I'm a big fan. So. Yeah. Uh, Mike Mike wanted to uh, you know to run the ball more down their throat. Again, you we can say it all day long, but we got to focus on our lines. Our lines got to be better. Um, and, and we ran quite a bit. We saw it over 100 it's, yards. It's not even that. Like, that's not even our problem. Like, we're running the ball well enough, and then we're throwing it out well enough. Honestly, for me, the offense is good enough to be a 9-3 and three team right now. It's yeah. the defense that just absolutely sucks. Yeah. And, and But, Mike, I do like your point. I do love to run the ball. I love running the ball, too. I see it more. Uh, Kara asked a question about um, – uh, is our transfer portal going to be lit up? You're going to see get some guys go, but there's a lot of guys that Frost, you know, that I think are probably closer with Frost that are towards the end of their college career. I don't see them transferring, the, but we'll know, see. The thing about the, the interesting thing is a lot of recruits go to a school for a position coach, and a lot of like decommits that you see is because that you know, that position coach takes another job somewhere mm-hmm. else or gets, you know, they were a wide receiver coach and they, you know, they get a head coaching job somewhere else and then, they, you know, they end up transferring there or whatever. Yeah. Um, or committing there. Um, I don't, I don't know that we really see that much of a drop. I mean, I sure wouldn't think. Like, it does make me a little bit nervous, but the way these position coaches are, they're the main recruiters. And if we can keep them around, that was my biggest thing. Sorry. That was my biggest thing was, um, you know, if we fire Frost, what are we going to do from here? We're going to lose all the recruits that we have and this and that. But if we keep those position coaches, like Mickey Joseph, main recruiter, um, I think we can keep a lot of these recruits that we have coming in. And I think we can keep a lot of these transfers that we have. Yes, we're going to have kids transfer away. It happens every year. It doesn't matter what you know, you, know, you could be the best team or the worst team. You're gonna have kids transfer away because that's the way of the world right now with the I, portal. I think we'll keep the train a lot of the transfers because they came for not Frost. I, they I came for I, Whipple. They I, came I, I for agree. Joseph. They came for Riola. They and came that's, for and that's why I think reasons. we can't just start fresh with like a new coach. Nick Saban. Yeah. Nick 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 Saban came to Nebraska. Man, I I I would I would laugh. Just. Stop. Just stop. But you lost yeah. my and, thought, and I, but, but I think I think Mickey and James made a good point. I think Mickey's gonna be able to keep these guys here. We saw what Mickey did at LSU, guys. We did, and I don't see any reason and why Mark he had a Heisman candidate quarterback last year. That's what I was gonna say. Was it's not like you know Frost getting fired. It is what it is, but with the talent that we brought in and the coaches that we brought in, it was, you know, Frost is getting fired right now. Those other coaches aren't. And if we fire all, if we, if we hire a new fresh head coach, 
he's going to bring in his own coaching staff, and this entire staff is going to be fired and or let go. And we're going to have to bring in an entirely group, new group of kids. And that is not what we want to do, if you ask me. Which is why Mickey gets exactly. what he needs right exactly. now. Provide him all the resources, all the respect that he needs. Give him a chance to get these guys fired up for Oklahoma and the rest of the season. No other changes are going to be made the rest of the season unless it's Chenander getting fired. But I don't see anybody else leaving. Mickey is going to be the guy that's going. He doesn't have the experience, no. You're right, Ross. He does not have the experience. But a lot of times you bring in a guy that has limited experience or a little bit of experience, and they fall flat on their face. Getting someone promoted from a wide receiver coach to a head coaching job has worked out in a lot of different scenarios. And I see it potentially working out with Mickey here as well. I want to see what he can do. I think my biggest uh, question going forward that I don't have an answer to, (laughs) which – we always have answers. We're not still paying any coaches right we, now. We always have an- the answers, and they're usually right. But the question that I have right now is, where do we go for a DC right now? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and, and, and I haven't done any research on that. I just kind of popped in my head. Like, where do we go for a defensive coordinator right now? Um, and it sucks because I loved Chenander last year. <laughs> And I literally thought he would be great this year, but with how bad it's been, if you know we're gonna trying to find a new head coach and we're trying to keep you know the, the the coaches that we have, I don't know that we want to keep him. I think we want to maybe branch out. <laughs> um, we won't be paying Frost for the next seven years. He he only has um, what a couple more years left on his contract, anyways. Yeah. Because they restructured it, they brought it down, but... Uh, Adam Carriker for defensive coordinator, bring it on. The Peter Brothers. <laughs> Either one of them. Nasty. Um, Grant Wistrom, bull. bring him on. Hey, we're, Grant Wistrom is going to be signing autographs at Dave & Buster's on the 24th. Uh, we shared the information on that. You can go talk to him yourselves, because we might go and chat with him a little bit. Like, hey, you want to move back here from Missouri and come coach the guys? Um yeah, and, and so someone, I think it was Kara, mentioned we're breaking all the wrong records. That's the first time in Nebraska history that we've lost a home game when we scored more than 35 points. It was. It was. I saw that before the or in the third or fourth quarter. They posted, like, Nebraska's never lost a home game when they scored 35 or more points. And that's incredible that it was to Georgia Southern. Yeah. So, Kenneth, off topic. <laughs> The beer being sold at games, you're all for it, but the people behind you were so drunk that they were yelling in your ear and selling stupid stuff is so annoying. Um, kids sitting next to you was very uncomfortable. You're going to have mixed reviews on the beer in the stadium, you know, and I get it, 100%. As you. much as it pains me to say, because... I, if I, when, sorry, when I go to a game, I get drunk enough before the game oh, that I'm yeah. just drunk all game, and then by the time fourth quarter hits, I'm sober or sobering up. By the time I leave and get back to my car and sit and talk before I actually get in the car to leave, I'm sober. Home, but it's so. actually like three hours home. Yeah, no, I feel you, Ken. I feel you. Um, maybe we need to let this sellout streak end. I mean, it, it's, yeah, we it's, saw again. We saw all the tickets. Cool. It's technically been dead for a long time, but we saw it's all the cool, tickets. But it's not that cool. Yeah, you know what's cooler? Winning. That is pretty cool. Let's break that cycle and let's win. That is pretty cool. Winning is pretty cool. I agree. 
I agree. <laughs> Holy cow, guys. We've almost taken an hour of your time. We yeah, we have. And I, I was going to talk for seven minutes today. So. <sighs> I've had a cold, really bad cold since yesterday. I wasn't planning on having any beer, but Frost getting fired, I'm like, now I have to. Now I have to. So we appreciate you guys being on the show. Holy cow, we have like 300-plus comments. This is incredible. Um, you know, come over to Two Average Guys. Follow us over on Two Average Guys as well. You bet. We do all of our live videos here. We post content on, on Two Average Guys. Uh, Dalton's been great to let us post on Cornhusker Screenation. Um, but please come check us out every week. We'll be here uh, after every show or after every game. Hopefully. <laughs> it's still fun. It's just we st- we just want to win. We just want to win. Because winning is so much more fun. <laughs> so much more fun. So, James, Kara, Alex, uh, Ross, Russell. Micah. Uh, Kenneth, Micah. Holy cow. We had Christina. We had so many comments today. Carolina, Caroline. Uh, so many comments today. It was fantastic. A lot of uh, interaction. One of the best shows we probably had, probably had since uh, Frost was hired. Um, <laughs> but, true. yes, Kara, we are Husker fans for life. I mean, shit. I still, I'm wearing my Husker shoes. Um, Husker I shirt. should be wearing a Husker Bucks hat. shirt because the Bucks are going to meet the Cowboys tonight. No, they're not. Go Cowboys. Um, don't comment on that because I don't want any Cowboy hate. Um, but love you guys. Appreciate you being on the show. Uh, we're going to end it here. We're going to put on some more Killigans. Uh, listen to the, a few more minutes of their song here. Again, thank you to the Killigans for letting us play your song, even though we are having a rough, Drink rough year. Drink beer week and just kind of we try will, to have fun uh, like we do. We will you know, eventually get you guys on the show as well. Uh, but thank you all. We'll see you all next week after the Oklahoma game. Hopefully, we have a lot of positive takeaway, win or lose. Uh, but let's see let's how Mickey, beat Oklahoma. Come on. Let's see how Mickey does. Let's give him a chance. Go Mickey Joseph. Go Big Red. And y'all have a great night. Cheers. With the tassel on the corn, you can hear it grow in the evening glow or the hush of early morn. In the state so fair, tis the very air. That inspires us with us Go Big Red Not at any fray We will not dismay But we'll do our level best For Nebraska and the Scarlet For Nebraska and the Cream Though they go through many battles The name of this song is The Cornhusker by the Killigans Our colors still are saved I know when you stopped it, but yeah, I did stop it before you said that. Um, so. That was honestly I'll, I'll more fun than it. I was expecting because I was so down. But that was fun. You did get a phone call while it was going on. That's it funny. Was, so uh, silenced it, so it worked out right. So holy shit, we had. Did. Um, 